Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we have recorded this podcast on. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, the podcast for all things reality TV, pop culture, mum life and all things in between. We're back. It's another week of Reality Mums. Hi, Rochelle. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you? I'm good. Apologies to anybody watching this podcast today. I have no makeup on. I've had my spray tan put on. So if I gradually develop into a darker shade of chocolate by the end of it, yeah. nothing you don't need to adjust your screen. <laughs> you don't have to adjust anything. It's literally just my tan. So, yeah. Anyway, we've got lots to talk about again. We've got our usual lineup of topics, Vanderpump Rules, Below Deck, New Jersey Housewives, a bit of Summer House to finish up. But before we get into that, some breaking news uh, and some hot topics. So we've had the Met Gala that happened this week. We had Met Monday, which is Met Tuesday here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you. I love it. I'm glued to the TV. I'm glued to the socials to see who is turning up wearing what. Um, obviously we'll get to like the Kardashians towards the end of it, but I just wanted to say like some of the trends that I saw coming, like smoky eyes were huge. So I'm interested to see whether or not that translates into makeup fashion, whether we see makeup trends, a lot more smoky eyes. It was a beautiful theme. So the theme was centered around Karl Lagerfeld Chanel. Um, Very cohesive, very, um, what's her name from... Shits Creek, Moira Rose. Moira Rose. Very Moira Rose. She would have looked perfect attending that red carpet. It was just yeah. so cohesive, very glam. Did you watch it? Too many cats, though. Yeah, I watched it. Way too many cats. Like, what's yeah. going on? Jared Leto dressed up as a cat was like just- an actual cat. Yeah. Like, that's not really fashion to me. That's Halloween. He did turn up carrying his own head. Was it last year or the year before? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he likes to. Um, there was a few cats. I um, I liked it. I think being the like the Chanel sort of theme, I feel like we could have gone with some more classier looks. Still a bit wild like avant-garde but like a little bit classier. I feel like some of them are a little bit, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Kardashians, so... Courtney wasn't there. We had Kendall, Kylie, and Kim all wearing three really different looks. Kendall's probably was the most Chanel specific. Um, yeah, I quite I like. Kendall looked really good. So tall, and she's mm. got like she had a like quite a brief bottom on it, like mm. on her bodysuit, but it wasn't rude. Like you know, some like yeah. she doesn't have the big bottom. It was just nice, like cheeky, but not yeah. rude. I loved um, the I size like- of her heels. Like they were so big and she's already so tall. It was really dramatic in the way that it looked and when she was standing on those stairs and had that beautiful cape coming down the back. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I like I do feel like Chris was there as the cockroach. She <laughs> was just there in disguise watching him. Making <laughs> sure that her girls. <laughs> It was so funny when I saw the cockroach on there. I'm like, oh my god, Chris Kardashian, Chris Jenner came as the cockroach. 
My instinct would have been to stand on the cockroach, but of course you couldn't have done that because then there would have been this dead body of a cockroach on this beautiful and carpet. And Jared Leto would have been there playing with it because he's the cat <laughs> eating it or something, method acting. Um, I like, was it Dua Lipa in the, like, gown? Dua in the Lipa? gown. Like a white and it had the square neck. Might have been. Could have been more prepared, but I really liked hers, but it wasn't as met, I suppose, as some of the other yeah. looks like. Um, who else was there? The cats. What else was there? I can't well, remember. Little Nas was painted just head to toe oh, and yeah. their ass was hanging out for the world to see. I, was, I feel like they look like those statue people. Yeah, yes, yeah, like the one at the front of Meyer in Burke Street. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like Kim's look? Look, I do. Now that I've had time to absorb it, I don't like that it looks so similar to the Playboy shoot that she did. I think because Scaparelli did it, I think. I think that was the designer behind it. They should have been more aware of that link that everybody was going to make. I kind of wish that it was in black. That would have been yeah, or very colour. Yeah. And like, like last year's Met where she had the the Marilyn dress with the fur, she had a shawl. She had a white shawl. And then they've done a white shawl this year. So it felt like we've we've seen the white shawl on the white dress. It needed to be different. But to look at it, if you look at it really carefully, it is actually very beautiful, really well constructed. It looks so, broke. Yeah, until it so broke. They were real pearls. Yeah, North was picking them up and putting it in her purse. Um, I would like to see Kim for once wear something on the Met carpet where she can actually walk. Yeah. Like why, why is there a prerequisite that, like I saw some lady hopping up the stairs. I'm like, can't you just, you can be fashionable and still be able to walk. Yeah, you should be able to move in what you're doing. Yeah. So I don't really hoping for something huge. She's always worn something fitted to her figure. I'd love to see her in something outrageous and so creatively weird and just bizarre because that's what the Met is to me. It's it's about yeah. turning up dressed like a chandelier. You know, it's something stupid. It's it's it is walking in dress as a cat. Like it's not a about. A little bit, but I feel like that's taken too much to the costume side of things. Like he literally was just dressed as a cat, whereas I feel like how little Nas came as the cat but sort of more dressed in the silver. I like that, like yep. an interpretation of a cat. But what are we going to have next year, like Sully from Monsters, Inc. walking up or something? <laughs> like I feel like just wearing an, a costume is one, I don't know. But um, I want Kim to redo the Mrs. Doubtfire couch. <laughs> that was a shocker. That was- <laughs> That was Givenchy, I think. It was, and we can blame Kanye for that. We blame Kanye. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I watch it and I always watch it every year. I like looking looking at everyone and judging like, you know, I know what I'm doing. Yes. Um, yeah, I liked it. And I do like that there wasn't all the Kardashians there this year. True. It was, there was a lot last year. There was a lot of them. Yeah. They took it over. Um, I didn't love Kylie's. No. It was a nice I loved it. Going to the Oscars. Gala. Yeah. And I didn't understand how it related to the Chanel thing. Either. No. Anyway. Hmm. Um, I'd also, in breaking news this week, 
Martha's Vineyard and Real Housewives of Atlanta screening 8th of May. So that means that they'll be here um, 9th of May, I think. So Monday we'll be getting them. So there's a few new things starting next week. Yeah, okay. That's going to be good. I mean, it's it's a bit light this week. I've only really got four shows to to talk yeah. about. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's lightened up. So, yeah, they're, they're coming on. So that'll be good. And they'll carry on when Vanderpump finishes. Yep. Which I think. More breaking I'm... news overnight. Um, Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson's baby name. Now, we're rolling our eyes. We don't care. We're snoozing over it. But the baby's name is Tatum Robert. So Robert being uh, in tribute to her late father. Tatum, it's a pretty normal name for the Kardashians. Yeah. Channing Tatum. What is it? What I, like, I think of Tatum O'Neill even, which is a woman. Yep. So, you know, it's pretty normal, pretty standard. Um, I, I thought they were waiting for the premiere of the show. Well, she should have just come out with it months ago like because that, that was the intended plan. She's been interviewed saying that they planned to release it as part of the next series and the next series has just taken so long to develop and to get out. I think they're um, hearing people say they don't care. Yeah. So they're trying to get on the front foot of all this feedback that's happening. People are like, we don't care about your delayed baby names. We don't care about this. We're not going to watch the show just to get that name. So they're constantly trying to get on that front foot. Yeah. They will see what happens. Let's move on to what everyone wants to hear about, which is Vanderpump Rules. Now. You've got your notes. I've got my notes. Um, so a couple of things. I'm loving the Lala narration. So they've had Lala come in and do a a narrator overview of the events. This back and forth, black and white, squiggly line, VCR, VHS imagery. I just like, can we give Vanderpump Rules an Emmy? Can we give those editors an Emmy? Like the way that it's all being pieced together so we can follow what's going on. And then the shade that they're throwing towards Sandoval with things like when they were at the birthday party out at that ranch type thing where they were at. And he goes with the word anticlimactic. That was anticlimactic or something. It was to do with Ariana throwing the uh, pumpkin on the ground and they've put it on the screen in air quotes because anticlimactic is not a word nice. it's just the shade that they're throwing at him I'm like thank you Van Pump Rules editors I'm loving that he's just yeah. um being a pig in plain sight <laughs> declaring yeah, he's oh. living on a throne of lies um he's unraveling all through this episode getting caught in the lies Ooh. I feel like you know how Ken woke up from his slumber and come past and dropped his one-liner. <laughs> now, everyone acted shocked when the whole scandal came out. But now I'm re-watching these episodes. These aren't the part where they've had to re-pick up the cameras and start rolling. Why was everyone shocked? What was I the don't shock? Think it, I think that they all suspected and were being gaslit into thinking, no, nothing's happening because he's so point blank, nothing's going on. You've got Schwartz who was 
actively decoying in this episode. He knew already and yet he was still going down that hole, oh, I'll invite you to Christina Kelly's event. Like he was in full decoy mode. And so everyone around them, Lala, James, Sheena, they were all being gaslit into thinking nothing's going on. This is just them being great friends. Raquel's a great person. So I feel like the rage that we saw was them going, aha, I knew it. And and because we hadn't experienced anything yet that we're now currently seeing, it makes sense why they were so enraged and ready to get back up. And the the camera crews and production, they knew that it was going to explode, hence why they were so ready at any moment to pick it all back up because it just happened that it didn't quite happen by the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. if Sandoval says dip out one more time, it's like Carl and Lindsay with the babe thing. What, dude? What was he saying? Dip out? Why does he keep yeah. saying that? It's like dipped out is a he way of lying about, yeah, like dipped out is as in bar. no longer in the pool anymore but hasn't left the building. Oh, so, but even, even the way Lisa Vanderpump was saying, what does dipped out mean? Like she was literally coming back to yeah, him like, saying, what does that mean? even mean? Did she get out of the spa or did she leave the house? Yeah. Um, and then I'm sick of Rachel crying. Hmm. She keeps crying all the time and now it's like the pageant's fault. What? Because they've got an age limit. It gives her free reign to just go after her friend's boyfriends. Like I've been having some conversations with people in my DMs about this and, like, there's a lot of sympathy for Raquel slash Rachel in this, this whole thing only because she is clearly in need of help. She cannot see the consequences of what she is doing. Like she is so easily led. I don't think she's got the maturity or the capacity to handle consequence. Like she's really like, like in terms of age, what's her mental age? I know she's she's 28 or whatever. A stupid demon. When Lala said that, I'm like, oh, my God, it was like us with the, she's a stupid horny demon. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, we were like horny genius or whatever. Oh, yeah, stupid horny demon. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, I don't know. Uh, I don't. She is in need of help. She's obviously getting that help that she needs now being in yeah. that facility or whatever she's doing. I don't have sympathy for her. Tom is clearly. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Well, well this, but this is the thing. You, you're also dealing with Tom Sandoval, who is, he's a narcissistic, compulsive liar he got caught out in the lie by Lala when they were at Mm. the event about not coming home when Ariana's grandmother had died he was you can see his mind trying to come up with a lie in that moment and And Lala could just call him out on everything because she was there and I love that Ariana called him over I also really got annoyed at the part where he said I thought that you'd like to be alone now, I'm sorry, if somebody has someone close to them die, you're not. it's not really the time where you go, I'm guessing that they're going to want to be alone, if yeah. you're someone close to them. Yeah. If they're an acquaintance, you'd go, I'll leave them until they're ready to speak to me. But if it's your partner or family, you go to that person and make sure that, go. yeah. Go. Yeah. Um, so that really annoyed me. It just shows that he just doesn't care for her anymore. No, he really um, I don't know. I just... I think Katie and Lala and James have called it from the start. I feel sorry for Ariana because Ariana has stuck up for her and it's not aged well and either it hasn't aged well with Sheena. Um, I feel like that 
you know when Ariana and Katie had this talk about mm-hmm. their disagreement and how they're not getting along, the way that they spoke is like adults speak. It hasn't blown out to be a massive drama. It's not carried on. I feel like every housewife franchise needs to watch that interaction and understand we do not need an entire season about he said, he said she said stuff. Yes. Because they spoke like adults. You feel this way, I feel that way. I hope that this doesn't eventuate. But, you know, and it was just they aired everything and now they can move on. Um, Teresa and Melissa need to. You know what I mean? Like they're grown women, older women, and, yeah, but anyway. It's okay. I've just had to say restart my computer later. My internet security just tried to <laughs> shut me down. It was Sandoval hacking <laughs> in. He's, he's looking terrible too. Can we discuss, like, what his shape of the moustache and age, like, 88 years? Well, he's 40, isn't he? Okay, but I'm 40. Let's relax there. <laughs> I'm 41. <laughs> a little bit, so I'm 39 over here. Um, <laughs> so derogatory to us, but I suppose I mean it in the context of we've been watching Vanderpump Rules for so long and they're all as the young, you know, servers who worked at these cool trendy True. bars. And so at some point they're going to start looking like middle-aged men. Yeah, like- he just looks so, he looks haggard. I think that's what it is. I am okay with, like Andy's older. Mm. Any of those Vanderpump cast, um, Jacks, even though I don't think, you know, but he's older as well. Sandoval looks, I think it's older, but haggard is what it is. He's obviously stressed. He might be into the drugs and booze. I'm not too sure, but I feel like something, he just looks very haggard is what it is. Mm. Um, yeah. Ariana's looking fab though. So I love that for her. We love Ariana, team Ariana all the way. Yeah. Um, now, next, I would like to talk about Below Deck. Good. Go for it. I'm interested to see your thoughts. Um, I'm still loving it. Yeah. Colin was cooking again. Colin killed an eel this episode. We were hoping that he would be in the laundry, but being in the kitchen, being the man and chopping the head off that eel, I was like, all I could think of in that moment was you and how happy you would be for that moment. And then when the anchor was dragging, yeah. I love anything. So I grew up, we used to always go down the beach and sailing and stuff. So I love anything like that. So when the anchor was dragging, they all spring into action and Gary comes running up. I'm like, yes. So I love those scenes and especially like when they're docking and they're talking port and starboard and stuff. So I love all that stuff. So when the anchor was dragging, I was into it. Um these are the nicest guests in the history of all guests ever. I know. I made that note. They were picking up their own clothes and towels and then being horrified when they forget to do it. I'm like, what? I always forget to leave. I always leave the towels yeah. on the floor. But I feel like it's even just, you know, even if you didn't do it, the thought of like, oh, I'm so sorry I left it there. Mm-hmm. I feel like just because you have money, you don't need to be a massive douchebag. Yeah. And you see so many people that come on those boats that are either just arrogant or think they're better than everyone. And I really, it says a lot about those people, how they treated the stuff. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Gary's very cheeky, but I want him and Daisy to be together. I think they're cute. They are cute. But then I feel like they they can't get it together. No, he's so interested in just getting with anyone. <laughs> like, I know. Even though they would be good together. 
he just sees anything as a bit of a conquest. And I've written in my notes, he's just got game. He's just that kind of guy where if you were on a boat with him for a while and you were available, you'd probably just be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think Daisy's seeing that when she says, like he gives her compliments, but she sees him giving those same compliments and that same game with everyone. And even in the scene where they were like, who are you into? And they were saying, he's like, I'll just have whoever's left. Like he is not. (laughs) Did you like it to watch as a viewer? I think it's hilarious. See, Chase calls him Jerry, not Gary. Oh, really? Yeah, he's or is he just saying Gary, like Gary, you know, like with an accent. Oh, it sounds like Jerry instead of Gary. Oh. I don't know, but it's it. Listen to it back again. He does it more than once. You like, know how yeah. in Summer House and Winter House and Southern Charm with Craig, like the Americans call them like oh, Craig, Craig. So Craig. it sounds like Greg to me. Yeah, yeah. Um. So maybe the Jerry Gary. It's got that southern because he's he's from um True, yeah. Eh, maybe it's just a dialect thing. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because he doesn't like uh, him. It'd be funny if he's calling him the wrong name on purpose because yeah. he just doesn't like the guy. Yeah, I, and I don't love that guy either, that Chase guy. No, nah, Chase is a bit like that. Yeah. Man up. Um and the talk about the bendy penis. What was with that? <laughs> I just what? love this entire crew, the way that they interact together and the way they party together, it's good. It's just fun. Yeah, it is fun. And the spa, like they're in the hot tub and it's good. It's a really fun watch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, so we mentioned Teresa and uh, what's her name, Melissa, before. We were talking about <clears throat> one of the other episodes. So New Jersey, I watched it last night. Um I only had two notes because <laughs> I just go get so bored during these episodes. But um, the quote that came from Teresa, I pushed you out of my chuckalina. <laughs> yeah, chuckalina. It sounds like an empanada or something. Like it made me a bit hungry. <laughs> it made you hungry. Well, not her chuckalina, but like the sound. <laughs> of it. I'm like, what, what is that, a Mexican treat? It's a word I've never heard before. It's probably a word that doesn't even exist. I don't know, but um, that made me laugh. Um, The the famous, well, now famous conversation that happened in the car with Louis calling on the phone to Teresa talking about who they're inviting to the, is it the dinner before the wedding or something like that? Something, yeah, in the next week. Not inviting Melissa and Joe um, and then Teresa having to remind him that she's on camera He's like, oh, shit, sort of thing. Um, I'm just really over Teresa at the moment. I think you sent me a text message earlier in the week that said basically the same thing, yeah? Yeah, she seems very, everything she does, she does for, like, the camera. She wants to look like the victim. She's not the victim. No. Even her daughters are a bit annoying to me. Yeah. The way that they, I don't know, and the way that she, I said it last week, she's so happy to forgive Joe her ex-husband, and she went to jail and everything because of him. But then she sees so much fault with her brother and Melissa. She's coming across as really jealous to me. Um, And she just tries to play the victim. I don't know. I don't like it. Melissa Melissa cops a lot, but I actually prefer Melissa's demeanour. She gets put through a lot. Um, the dynamic between her and Joe I find quite funny, how Joe's like this little thinks he's Tarzan or whatever, and I like yeah. the kids more. Yeah. Um, 
I have some notes. Who was the random person with Margaret that scene? I don't care about I her. I didn't understand that. I And I got lost in that bit. I'm like, I'm still not really figuring out who you are. It's something to do with stepson, maybe a wife, and then there's in-laws. I don't know. And this is why I just stopped making notes. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, don't care. care. Yeah. Who is this person? Um, the other thing is even Louis' sister, who's officiate, officiating the wedding, she has also got red, shiny skin, runs in the family. <laughs> and um, that there was one scene where Teresa did the speech and then thanked everybody but Melissa deliberately. Yeah. Like, why don't you say thank you to my family? This chosen family thing's annoying me. But then the lady in this pink dress come up and she's like, yo, Melissa. It's like, who's the godfather in the pink dress? Did you see her? <laughs> I didn't notice What's her. I did, I did see her do that. I'm like, oh, my goodness, who is this lady? Anyway, she was entertaining to me. And um, a special shout-out for Jen's daughter. I love her, Jennifer Aiden's daughter. She's yeah. so cute. Future queen of New Jersey, that girl. She's I, I called that in episode one. I'm like, her kids are hilarious. I love yeah. them. Yeah. See, I want to see more of that stuff where she's being funny and she's talking to her mum about wearing lingerie and then when she went over to Teresa and she's trying to get her, like, you've got to wear this and that. and Like, they're the sort of fun things I want to see. Um, even when Melissa was Antonia, that was her daughter's birthday or whatever, those things, I don't really need all the drama or this weird random person that's hanging out with mum. So um, I like that Dolores is setting some healthy boundaries with Frank. Yes, yeah. I I couldn't get over what he was wearing that whole conversation. Yes. It was they've been showing that footage since the the trailer for the whole season of him sitting in this nice restaurant wearing a tank top. It's just a big joke. A leather, a yeah. leather that goes in the pile with the bunny suit. <laughs> He's also shiny. He is. He is. Mm. Mm. Um. Yeah. So that's all on that. I'm I'm still not enjoying this season, but. Nah. Yeah. Summer House. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm still enjoying Summer House. I think it's fun. Um, Corey's Instagram, I've been looking at his Instagram. His weekly Instagram posts are actually more fun than watching Summer House, so I feel like he should be the editor. I put a post up about a month ago saying exactly that same thing. Corey yeah. needs to be editing because his footage is so fun it makes me go, I want to be there. These guys yep. look so wild. It's yep. really good. He is a really yep. good account to follow. Yep. Um, Gabby is intense with the PDF document about him. Like that is 29 crazy. pages. Yeah, that is wild. time to make a 29-page PDF. Gabby, She's hard Gabby work. Has- I don't know. Um, she's That's quite crazy. Chris, I like the narrative around him and Danielle talking about their Latino heritage. I feel like Summer House do it really well without shoving it down your throat. Mm -hmm. Um, They did it last season. Maya and Sierra had to speak about growing up um, as black women. So they do it well and it's not sort of doesn't feel forced. So I feel like Summer House do that really well. I have a problem with Chris's hair. Is it a mullet? Does it need a cut? Nearly a mullet. I'm. I didn't like him in this episode. I 
I just don't feel like he's fitting in. And that no. question that he asked at the brunch about yeah. is it weird. So who who were we talking about here? It was um oh I've had his a daughter. Uh no, not his daughter. Oh my god, his daughter. Paige and Andrea. Yes. yes. And and then the girlfriend Lexi was there and he was asking Lexi if it was weird that Paige had hooked up with Andrea. And it was just like, mate, just wrong question, wrong, wrong question. And it just like. And it wasn't even funny. No, just don't fit. Um, I'm no fan of Carl and Lindsay and I loved all the content up to the point where they were in the house and then they came in with the babe and the babe and the sweet babe, which is, I think, a new thing. He calls her sweet babe now. Far out enough. <laughs> oh, but one thing I am firm on, I don't like Danielle. She's a spoilt brat in the way that she's reacting to their engagement, the way that she thinks she should have known about it or been consulted about it first. I'm like, mate. Get over yourself. Like whether you're unhappy. I I like Danielle and I feel like as a best friend, if Carl, like I don't think she had to know about it, but I think it's nice if she did know about it. I think Danielle thinks they're better friends than they are though and then she's projecting onto everything else that I need all this attention. It's like. In the previous seasons, she has been like always been there for Lindsay and like always stuck up for her when Lindsay's been really wrong a lot of the times and she really sticks up with her and she's been a ride or die friend so I feel like yeah if you've seen it up until this point because I didn't like Danielle when she was ride or die she was just blindly would support Lindsay no matter what never saw the other side and then now she's sort of coming to her own and I think maybe I don't know. I feel like I can see where her resentment lies a little bit. And just because she has a different opinion now, she's sort of being iced out. So, and she's friends with Carl. It's not like she doesn't know Carl. So say if it was like a friend and the guy was proposing and they didn't really know each other that well, but she's been with Carl. She's been part of that three, some sort of group as friends. I feel like he could have maybe mentioned it to her if he was going to mention it to Kyle. And Chris, honestly, if 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 he did say something to her, what was she going to say? You're moving too quickly. I don't agree with this. You shouldn't have done. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. would be the point in telling her? He's being negative about it. That's right. It's like I've made a decision. I'm going to propose to this woman and I'm going to do it. And, yeah, I, I just I don't like her behaviour. I think she's coming across really yeah. immature. Um, there was some comments by some of the cast earlier on in the year that, you know, wait till the end of the season, Danielle's got a lot to answer for. And so she's on the nose, I think, with a lot of the cast with the way that yeah. she's behaving. So it'll be interesting to see when we get to reunion time what the feedback is like towards her. Mm. Um, apparently Andy cries at the reunion. Does he really? He said at the Summer the House reunion? I didn't even know that it had filmed. Yeah, he's filmed. So he mentioned it on Watch What Happens Live. Um, Carl with the hospital thing. Why was he still wearing the hospital band? Who took the selfie? That's what I want to know. They were both asleep yeah, in, the in the bed. Lindsay. So Lindsay's like this with the camera and then, yeah. oh, no, we're not in shot. Hang on, i got to do it again, sweet babe. <laughs> oh yeah. 
like, and then I he's just... still wearing the band. Like, what? It's not a club, mate. It was the hospital. You take that off as soon as you get out. Like, I can't. If I've ever been in hospital, I'm like, get it off me. Like, you want yeah. to erase all <laughs> drama. And then in the bed, taking the photo. I'm looking forward to when they have babies. She's going to be that mother, like, taking the photo of the sleeping baby on her chest. <laughs> Can we I know just say, coming. I'm not going to be that mother, by the way. I, I won't be taking those no. photos and through. It's It'll okay. be just you, the baby, and the fillet of fish. I'll be like, yeah, fillet <laughs> of fish with half my tit will be hanging out. <laughs> Actually, from previous pregnancies, you see my tits are up around my neck. They're so <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> the milk. The milk. Oh, oh God. The things yeah. I have to look forward to. Anyway. Um, and I like Andrea was back this week. Yeah. And I thought it was hilarious because he's got an incredible body and everyone goes off to the gym, but he's just cruising around at home. <laughs> I like that. So, yeah, it's, it's it's giving. Summer houses, I think it's, it's all right. It's ending on a high. It was a lull yeah. at the beginning. I'm really enjoying it now that it's at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's our shows. We're going to be busy in the next couple of weeks with all the extra programs starting up. So, Get ready for it. It's going to be big. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, well. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you to everybody for listening, watching, DMing, tagging. Um, thank you for loving our latest reel where we had some fun with Vanderpump. That was very fun. We might have to do some more yeah. of those. Yeah, um, if there's any suggestions, let us know. We will. Yes, it. we'll be all over <laughs> it. We love doing stupid shit. All right. It's time to go. Thanks so much for listening. Give us a rating. Give us some feedback on the podcast, on your podcast apps. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye, Rochelle. See ya. See ya.